everybody. It's Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Adventure Comics number 285. Impressive. We're doing a little bit of a time skipping today. And, we and, are. and it turns out last time. Yeah, yeah. We accidentally s- skipped an issue. Uh, yeah, last last time it was a mistake. This this week we yeah. Actually... This is on purpose. Yeah, uh, is... I, I would I would say that it was on purpose last time, but there's really no <laughs> excuse. We just forgot which one we were on. So the next issue, the next episode of Stephen Andy, we will be covering Adventure Comics number one ten. But today we wanted to do something a little different in honor. Yes. Of the Major League All Star Game, which is happening, will have happened by the time you listen to this. <laughs> But it's in it's our home. Tonight, right? yeah, it's tonight, right? It is tonight, unless it gets rained out. Okay. Is uh, that a possibility? Uh, I apparently, that is a possibility. Okay. And if it gets rained out, it will be Wednesday night. But we're recording this Ooh. on Tuesday. Yeah, so. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's in our hometown of Cincinnati. Pretty right. exciting. Yeah. Uh, Do, you know where it was last? Do you remember where it was last year? It was in St. Louis, wasn't it? No, it was no. not. Was it, it was in. Many... Oh, it was in Minneapolis. That's right. Minneapolis. Yes, Minneapolis. Andy now hails from Mankato, Minneapolis. I don't think they're ever going to put one in Austin, Texas. Cause no, because he's not a You know what? That's, uh. That is one thing I have to say about – I miss about living in around Cincinnati or, or near a city that has a big sports team is Austin does not have a major league sports team of any kind. Oh, I mean the the University of uh, Texas football yeah, kind you, of. Yeah, you got right? the football team, but it, but it's different, I, I guess. It's just a little bit different. I don't know. It is, yeah. Because major league teams play a lot more games. Yeah, well, that's that's true. Especially baseball. Especially they play, baseball, they play a ton you know, of like games. 162 <laughs> games, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, like this year with the All-Star Game in Cincinnati, how they're doing the mustache yes, thing? Yes, and I do like that. So the Because the Cincinnati mascot's a baseball with a mustache on it. Yes. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> So they're doing um, mustaches everywhere. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, in uh, Minneapolis last year, it was uh, Peanuts characters, since you know Charles oh, Schultz okay, yeah. okay. is from the Twin Cities, and so they had a uh, uh, Peanuts character, like statues of Peanuts characters in uh, All Star uh, jerseys That's and stuff. Cool. I, for a moment, I thought you said penises. That's <laughs> no, no. That's next year. That's ne- where is it next year? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. All Star Twin Yeah, the, the penis. <laughs> Let's find out. Um, All star. Yeah, 20. but uh, yeah. So they they've got the city decorations. Tra- it's in Toronto. In Toronto. Oh, okay. Yes, definitely penises. Then. So yeah, definitely penises. <laughs> they love they love penises. Oh so, wait a minute, I'm wrong. It's oh. in San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, probably not. Probably not penises. It probably no. do uh, like surfboards or something like that. I don't know. Right, but shaped as penis. Um. So yeah, they got the the mustaches on. On. Did you see any of the pictures of the buildings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all... got a big giant mustache in one. Yeah, pretty... It actually looks, it's tastefully done, which sounds mm-hmm. impossible given what right. <laughs> what it is. Well, but... I mean, they originally wanted to do um, pubic hair. <laughs> like, you <laughs> set that up, <laughs> and uh, someone said they didn't think they didn't think it'd be tasteful enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, they're, they're like, look, that's more of a San Diego thing. Right. Yeah, because San Diego is going to do Merkins everywhere. Speaking of, before we get into this issue. Of Adventure Comics, right? Uh, Comic Con is yeah. and was under. It's ended now, right? It's not going on anymore. Right. It's uh, it was uh, this past weekend. Did you? Yeah, of course, you checked out a. You've seen a lot of what's, what went on. Uh, the Star Wars trailer. Yep. Uh, Batman versus Superman and the Suicide Squad. Okay. The, I, I have not seen the Batman versus Superman one. I've. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you feel about? How do you feel about trailers in the terms of uh, giving away a lot of what's in the movie? I know uh, last last episode we talked about Jurassic Park or sorry Jurassic World. Yes. And uh, I recently went back and watched the trailer for that, and it it basically it has Does scenes from like the end of the movie in there all the way. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure I want to watch the uh, Batman versus Superman trailer. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Just because you can kind of like figure out how the story will go, because all these stories are essentially the same. Yeah. For these superhero movies, yeah, you can kind of get like, okay, this is this right here. Like it ends with like kind of like this them staring off, you know, you know, well not staring off, but like a like a staring contest almost with each other. That's how and the so movie like, ends. That's a... Yeah, yeah. That, so you know that's how the gonna, trailer yeah. ends. But you, but it's probably not that them about to go to blows. It's probably the moment where they're like, all right, let's go get the real bad guy. Oh, I see. Okay, you know. Well, I did watch the Suicide Squad, and I wasn't sure yeah. about that movie. 
at first. I, yeah. I just didn't know too much. But I have to say, after the trailer, I'm I'm pretty excited. It looks pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people really yeah, like the Suicide Squad trailer. Really good, yeah. Um, and then the Star I like, Wars. Uh, I like. Yeah. I, I did like Captain Boomerang. In. <laughs> that he's in it. You didn't. Um... He's not wearing the hat though. <laughs> Who would you like to see in the Suicide Squad? Who's not in there? Oh my god, I don't know. Um, well, I gotta think of, like, who were, like, guys in the Suicide Squad at different times? Because, you know, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not I, as familiar with the Suicide Squad. I mean, uh, I'm... I know Captain Boomerang was in it, and he still is, and he's in the movie. Because the original Suicide Squad wasn't, like, a crew of villains. I think that was after the, like, the post-crisis on uh, I see, okay. It be, they became, the like, villains with, you know, the Amanda Waller thing. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, Reverse so, Flash is in is a member of the Suicide Squad. Uh, Black okay. Manta. Yeah, I don't think he's no, in the movie. I don't movie. think he's in it, which would be cool. Captain Boomerang, as you said. Yeah, is, he's in the movie. That's yeah. good. Who's playing Captain Boomerang? Oh. I, it was originally supposed to be Tom Hardy, but he had a drop out. Yeah, it's a guy who um, looks like Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, <laughs> he, had a drop out. he had a drop out because of the uh, Alejandro Inarritu movie he's making with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I guess it went long. Like, oh. the shooting went long. Okay. Uh... So I'm looking here at some guys that were in the 87 to 92 version of the Suicide okay, Squad. Okay. The, the best Suicide Squad. Okay, so Amanda Waller, which she's still in it because that's who Viola Davis is playing. Rick Flagg. I do believe there's a character. I do believe someone's playing Rick Flagg. Okay. Bronze Tiger. I think Bronze Tiger is in the movie as well. Captain Boomerang, we've already established, is in it. Count Vertigo is, as far as I know, is not in the movie. Deadshot, that's Will Smith, so he's in yep. it. Will Smith is in it. The Dr. Light. We've conf- confirming it here. Yes. Yes. That breaking news. Will Smith <laughs> is in the movie. Um, Dr. Light, who I don't know if is in the movie or not. The Duchess. The rest of these characters, I have no clue if they're in the movie. Duchess, Enchantress, Julie. Yeah. Spelled, but it's spelled like J-E-W-E-L-E. Nemesis, Nightshade, Oracle, which I know Oracle's not in it. Poison Ivy. It's not in because Poison Ivy would be featured in the trailer. Punch, Raven, Shade, the Changing Man, the Thinker, and Vixen. Vixen would also be featured in it, because Vixen's a hot lady. So, um, so we could probably get a list one if. Uh... Well, yeah, yeah. And then the current one, the current series that's going on right now, right? Is uh, let me see if I can find it. The list. Okay, so the current ones we have Amanda Waller, Black Spider, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, El Diablo, James Gordon Jr. Mm-hmm. King King Shark, Harley Quinn, the Unknown Soldier, and a Yo-Yo. Uh, and then you know, there's the one with Black Manta, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, Joker's daughter, Harley Quinn, and Reverse Flash. Having Joker's daughter and Harley Quinn both in it seems like overkill to me. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little much. But it looks good. I have to say that it. So Enchantress is in it. Amanda Waller, as you said. Uh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc is in it. Harley Quinn, obviously. Uh, Katana. Okay. Oh, that figures because I yep. can't remember. El Diablo. El Diablo. Slipknot. I don't. I'm assuming it's the band, right? Yeah, the band Slipknot <laughs> is in it. Yes. Uh, Rick Flag was previously cast as Tom Hardy, but fortunately. Oh, oh, I thought he was playing Captain Boomerang. Uh, Jared Leto, of course, is the Joker. Deadshot is yeah. uh, played by Will Smith. Harley Quinn. Played by Margot Robbie. Oh, she was in Wolf on Wall Street. Wolf. Okay, yeah. she is very good as Harley Quinn. It yeah, seems yeah. that that seems like a perfect casting. Uh, yeah, it looks, Actually, it looks uh, awesome. I have to say, I'm pretty excited about it. It comes out. Does not come out to August of 2016. Yeah, I'm really hyping this up. Get the hype train going early. Get, it going. get that Captain Boomerang hype train going. Oh no, it seemed to work though. I mean, it did. Eh, I'm I'm on board. Uh, and then the Star Wars wasn't really a trailer. It was more. No, of a, it was more uh, of just like, see, we're using practical effects. Yeah, I think they've made which a big deal cool. about that, and it, it does yeah, look is... really good. Yeah. Um, another movie I'm very excited about. Yes. The Force Awakens. You know, one thing that was kind of like mentioned, I guess, in this uh, San Diego Comic Con thing this year. Right. Pr- pretty much the announcement, although they're just saying they're in talks right now. But they pretty much confirmed it that um, Ben Affleck will write and direct the Batman movie. 
you know, the solo Batman movie. Oh, okay. So he's going to write, direct, and star in the solo Batman That's movie. kind of what they pretty much, okay. pretty much said. And I think that's, like, a big time. And uh, I know people like to, like, kind of, like, online, like, the crap on the DC movies. Yeah, and I never like, got that. I think they're... Oh, over, an overtly, <laughs> overtly forgiving to Marvel films yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But the DC, like, Warner Brothers seems to hire, like, more respected directors to do their movies. yeah. I really feel. So I mean, far, the, the Marvel that, uh, movies, and and we've talked about it on the podcast before. I think we both feel the same way. Seem very cookie cutter, like yeah. a notch above Transformers to me, in terms <laughs> in terms of like yeah. story and and quality. And and they're fun usually, and they're not bad, but they're just. I, I feel like with the budgets they have, they could be so much better. And yeah, it's the same I way I felt about Jurassic World. I mean, you might as well make a good movie. I, I know, and I know that it's not easy to make a good movie, and there's a lot that goes into it. But uh... well, I was saying, like, Man of Steel isn't a perfect movie or anything, but at least it looks cinematic. Which I don't even think Marvel movies look. I think they look like they're they're made for television. Yeah, or something. in a way, they look like really. And now TV these mm. days is looks really good, so that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. But they look like sort of that style. Yeah, which is really straightforward. Um, kind of pure entertainment, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, not that they're bad, but it's just some of them are they bad, haven't hooked so. me. Yeah, some are some are bad. So, um, speaking of Marvel movies, the I also don't fantastic... understand why ever like why the complaint that the that the DC movies seem so serious. I don't. Why do you want both you know companies of comic book movies? To be exactly the same. Which is always... That's a funny complaint to me, right? Because the DC comics have always been more sci-fi. And, I mean, as we as we know from reading the adventure comics, like, pretty goofy. Especially this issue <laughs> this week. Well, yeah. Um, but also, to compare, this is pre-Marvel comics as well. That's true. But I, I felt like the Marvel comic book universe, it uses real cities more often, right? Yeah, Maybe but I think that's kind situations. of like... Yeah, I think that part's kind of a cop. That, like using the real slave cares kind of. Thing. I know, but what I'm saying is the Marvel comics in general have, throughout the history, have been, um, I guess more based in reality, and DC is yeah, always but been I, more sci-fi. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like the movies, the Marvel movies, are all really, really sci-fi. Yeah, I do think that's a lot of like company lip service. Yeah, I know. But Mar- I, yeah, and, yeah. So. <clears throat> but I think, uh, um. I don't know. I, I like the DC movies. I've pretty much liked all of them. And I'm, well, I mean, really, the only one from this, like, to be fair, the only, like, shared cinematic universe is the only, there's only been one film so far. <laughs> you know, Man of Steel. That's true. But I, I you know, I like the Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. And I'm um, looking Batman forward movie. to the, uh, looking forward to Suicide Squad. And I think we are apparently going to be getting superhero movies for the next 10 or 20 years. They're not Forever. slowing down. Yeah. Essentially, we're and getting... I kind of wish they would... Yeah, anyway. Forever. Um, okay, so, like... Mm. So we know that, like, Zack Snyder... Yep. Who, I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan, but he does have a visual style. So, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> so David Ayer wrote and directed Suicide Squad. Okay. Right. Patty Jenkins is directing Wonder Woman, and it's being written by Jason... I don't know. Fox is how you say his name, I guess? I don't know. That's what it looks like. Um, and then we're getting James Wan is directing Aquaman, so I think that's kind of cool because he's one. He's an Asian American, and you don't really actually he's not even Asian American. He's from Malaysia. Uh, that's pretty cool. You don't, you don't get a whole lot of minorities directing big movies like this. Yep. And he directed like a lot of the he directed Furious Seven and things like that. So yeah, I uh, didn't see I didn't see it, but uh, I, I want to see. It. Furious and we know uh, Affleck's going to do the Batman movie. They already hired Phil Lord and Chris Miller to write The Flash, and I assume they're going to direct it as well. And they're, like, the perfect choice for it. You know, they did the Lego movies in the 22, mm-hmm. 21 and 22 Jump Street. They're, like, the perfect choice for it. So, I don't know. I think they have, like, they do a good job selecting their director. Yeah, I think they do, yeah. And I wonder if that's part of it, you know... Um... It's it has I guess you know Marvel is owned by Disney now, but they kind of, by understanding, they operate on their own more or less. And yeah, they operate on their own. But yeah. the way that they like essentially hire people to direct their movies, and then 
with the understanding is that you know you basically are there just to say like cut an action yeah you're not bringing your own style to this or your own which is what happened with uh you know edgar right and the ant-man movie right yeah not gonna see that probably yeah i'm not either i'm kind of <laughs> curious how that's going to do because there's absolutely like no buzz for that yeah movie. i have not yeah it's really getting i i feel like this and the we have been so saturated with superhero movies they're just pumping them out that people yeah. i mean people are going to get the wonder woman movie doesn't come out till 2017 and I people think, are i think people are going to just be done with it by that time but i, I don't actually know, don't I, I mean i think they're just going to keep going but this is like the first comic book like major superhero movie where it's like literally there's like no buzz for this i mean i can't like nobody's really even talking about it yeah yeah, it comes out Friday. That. It comes out in a few days. I, was gonna say, I kind of forgot that it was even coming out. I mean, there's way more buzz for the Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad movies. Yeah. And they're coming out next, next year. year. Not over a year. There's August. way more buzz for this, the Captain America Civil War movie, which I think is also next year. I feel like there was more buzz for Ted 2 than Aquaman. And that movie flopped, Ted 2. <laughs> but that's true. There's more buzz. There that's was more true, buzz right? for I've Ted heard more about that. Um, yeah. and there's, I... more, there's more buzz for... Jim a Spider-Man Beard's... movie, a Spider-Man movie that doesn't even have a script yet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They although, although we know is that they Marissa Tomei is playing Aunt May, which is bizarre. In <laughs> um, and some guy, that, yeah. and, and like some guy who's never even like who's only made like one movie is directing it, and the, whose movie hasn't even been released yet. It's like they hired the guy with like absolutely no experience to direct this movie. It's so strange. <laughs> But yeah, Aunt, yeah, Aunt Marissa Tomei is playing Aunt May, and like people are saying, "Well, she's fifty, so she's like age appropriate, appropriate for having like a teenage nephew." But that's not the representation that we always have of Aunt May is basically someone like that's like feeble, yeah, that's yeah, the, feeble, that's like and she's like yeah. <clears throat> ill of health. They should have she's a, Stan she's Lee overtly, play Aunt May. Yeah, she's overtly dot like doting to like Peter. Like I just can't imagine. And it's also kind of, like, weird, and it kind of goes against the character. Like, someone wrote, like, who, who are they making this Spider-Man movie for? This was after Mercer Tomei was announced. And someone wrote, people with Oedipus complexes. And I thought that was pretty funny, because that's what it's like. All I could think of was George Costanza. <laughs> that's who they're making this movie for. <laughs> well, because remember the, the uh, Mercer Tomei likes uh, short boy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bizarre choice to play Aunt May, though. But there you go. I mean, you've made your point, which is we talked more about Mercy Tomei than we did, and we know more about that movie than we do the Ant Man movie. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I will see the Ant Man movie. Maybe Mercy Tomei is always going to have more. Mercy Tomei will always have more buzz than than Ant Man. Ant Man. Someone did joke: she, Is she going to appear nude in the entire movie? Because that's what it seems like. After a certain point, she's just naked in the movies. <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Bizarro and baseball, Adventure Comics, June nineteen sixty one, number two eighty five. Yes. We chose this. The reason we're we're time warping, as we said, the All Star Game is in Cincinnati this year, and we chose this issue of Adventure Comics because it features. On the cover, very prominently, a, uh, a baseball scene. We yeah. have Superboy, who's a little grown up now. He's yeah, been he's like um, years. He's kind of a, he's not a boy anymore, really. He's like, he's super, like teen. super young man. Yeah. Super young man. Yeah. Uh, he's he's playing baseball on the Bizarro world, and you know, of course, everything's bizarre. We see a square, a cube, baseball. Uh, Superboy's ho- holding the bat upside down. He uh, hits a home run, and Bizarro number one says, "You you hit ball over fence." Superboy, you out! And of course, Superboy thinks everything's opposite on this mad planet. But if I, if I shouldn't win, shouldn't the hitter, shouldn't the hitter be throwing the ball to the pitcher who's going to yes, hit the ball? Yes, there's so the Bizarro world is full of contradictions. Nothing makes sense. The Bizarro world infuriates you, from what I remember from uh, the Federation of Bizarro Idiots episode. <laughs> yes, it's very infuriating. And and there's a letter to the editor in here that kind of addresses a few of the. The bizarre things. We'll, we'll we'll read that as we go along. And uh, so we chose this because, okay, we thought this is going to have a baseball story in it. And yes. as we were reading this, or as I was reading this, and I think yes, you I'm said the same thing. Here. Yeah. At first, I thought there was just going to be no baseball at all. This surprisingly does actually happen in in the issue. This this scene takes place, but there's maybe two panels of baseball. 
and it doesn't make any sense. It's like someone decided, like, I don't know if the story came in short. <laughs> yeah, it's like a something. little, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we'll get it, to that, but. It doesn't make any sense for the context of the rest of the story. It, yeah, it, you're right, it doesn't at all. But we open with Superboy, of course, Adventure Comics. Yes. There's only two stories in this. Oh, wait, I, I, I just read where the 2017 All-Star Game will take place. Bizarro World. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm excited. That, that, they're penises, right? Yeah, first, first time ever. First, well, I mean, it's Bizarro World, it's so it'll, it'll be vaginas, I guess. <laughs> we open Superboy. Yes. And Gravity Girl of Smallville. Who is this mysterious girl of Smallville? Everybody knows she has superpowers, but nobody knows her secret identity. Not even Superboy, whose X-ray gaze cannot penetrate the lead helmet she wears over her head. His X-ray male gaze. (laughs) But wouldn't the Boy of Steel be amazed if he discovered that it is none other than his adoring girlfriend? She's not his girlfriend, right? That's what I understand about their relationship. (laughs) They have a very strange relationship. Can I just say, I mean, they do bring up the fact that he, he can't see through lead, his x-ray vision. Right. And he does try that. I mean, the first time he meets her, he essentially says, you know, I can't see who she is because of that. Cause, which, to me, it's implying that he uses x-ray vision trying to see who she was. Yep. So do you think he uses his, <clears throat> his x-ray vision to, like, peer through clothes and stuff constantly? Yeah, I was going to say, that, that dress isn't lead. And you know. He could probably tell that it was Lana Lang just from that. I know, he's not that smart, though. He hasn't figured all that out yet. Carpets uh, match the drapes. There aren't a whole lot of red. <laughs> that's a good point. In Smallville. <laughs> that's a good point. So we yeah. open. Unless she's like, you know, this is 1961, but she has like a 2015 sensibility, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we open. At Soups, a... Soups does. <laughs> yeah, he, that's true. Superboy, you know he does. We open. Okay, so I'm looking for on the the splash page right and he's like oh there's a plane going down this is a job for superboy and he rips his shirt off and then on the other side of this i guess wall uh yeah there's a gravity girl's there and says oh i got this looks like a job for gravity girl and she rips off her jacket but she's already got the lead mask on does lana lang just walk around with this lead mask on yeah no one's noticed that's a good point the lead mask seems like a like a hindrance to be honest yeah it would seem kind of you know man in the iron mask like that's true we she's open. gonna be locked in a in a uh, in a. Can you forget the word? Hour. Right, that's Lana Lang. I mean, we see where she lives. It's kind of. Yeah. We open at an evening dance in the Smallville High School gym, and as the quote ever curious Lana Lang searches in vain for her classmate she, Clark Kent, she is. He's by curious. She's thinking, why is Clark Kent always not around when Superboy's out on his patrol? She's like, I gotta prove I know he's Superboy, I gotta prove it. And she comes up with an idea. She sees Clark, she goes, hey, I've run out of ink, could you let me have some from your pen? Sure, Lana. Is that some kind of gross pickup line, Lana? <laughs> <laughs> or or is, this, is this what kids do in Smallville? They just swap pins. <laughs> pins at a dance. Her pin's not really out of ink. She squirts ink in his face. It's red ink. And is this still the dance, by the way? Ink. Yeah, I guess so. It's still at the dance. That's what's, that's what's odd about it. Um... And it's a morning session, is what it says. It was a morning dance, and they break for lunch? I guess that's what it is. As the morning session ends, the students leave for lunch. Clark has this red ink all over his face. Uh, so, some kid jokes, it looks like you've got measles, Clark. His parents don't vaccinate. That's what's going on. They didn't want to meet autism. And uh, Lana says he can't, he, he, he can't wipe that ink off his face. It's unwashable. It'll take hours for him to scrub off. And, uh, he's Mitt- smiling when she says that. Yeah, he he knows. He, he's good. Wait, what? My question is: She's supposed to be his girlfriend, right? Well, I'm not he's... sure about that. I think that might have been a that might have been an error. I'm not sure she's supposed to be his girlfriend. Honestly, okay. I, I'm not. I'm he not seems sure. more like just an. I don't know. Like they have some sort of weird like spy versus spy like. Yeah, relationship. yeah, that's what we see in this issue definitely. Uh, as Superboy takes a shortcut home through the woods, he sees all these fireworks going off. He goes. Well, like, you know, fireworks, you can't be shooting those off in city limits. I've, and it's not even July 4th. That's what made him mad. It really, he's like, what, what kind of disrespect to America? Commie. <laughs> he's communist. I've got to put a stop to this. He goes, I'll switch to Superboy and investigate. Then 
he he uses his x-ray or his uh, telescopic vision to see through and sees that Lana Lane is firing off all these fireworks. She's like, that's not the only time he's used his telescopic vision to watch Lana Lane play in the bush. Oh God. (laughs) He sees Lana Lane. uh, She's thinking, oh, Superboy's going to have to respond to this and I'll see the ink on his face. If he's Clark Kent, he, he can't wipe it off. So I'll know. Um, Superboy, of course, realizes this. He's like, I got to do something. So he burrows deep into the earth, down to the beneath the earth's surface, into the clay layer. And he goes, I'll just spread this light clay <laughs> over my face. So does he come up with just a dirty face? But no, he just looks normal. It's kind of like a flesh-colored clay. She doesn't notice. She thinks the red in- ink stains are not on Superboy's face, which means if he is Clark Kent, he's wiped it off. So surely we'll see later that that ink will be off Clark Kent's face. But no. She goes back. So how long did she have this plan in, in motion? Because she would have had to buy the fire- set up, buy the fireworks and set them up. Because we saw that when they broke for lunch, she was riding on her bike. And she didn't have all of these boxes yeah, of Yeah, she's fire- got this. I mean, rockets. How e- I bet it's pretty easy to get fireworks in Smallville, though. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, when you think of all the guys that just climb in through windows. That's true. I mean, <laughs> what? I don't know what that has to do with. I don't either. <laughs> well, if you just think, like, of all the past, like, like... There's someone climbing in a window in every issue trying to, like, sell, like, some sort of toy or something. That's true. It's, yeah, there's there's all kinds of illegal activity going on all the time. But, yeah. uh, so she thinks, okay, Superboy doesn't have the ink on his face. That means if he is Clark Kent, when I see Clark later, he won't have the ink. But a half hour later, after lunch, she sees Clark. He's still got the ink on his face. And he goes, he's, Clark's just thinking to himself, she... She knows the trap she set for me failed. She can't fool me. He goes, of course my face is still stained. You said yourself it would take hours to scrub off this ink. Uh, It has to be miserable for Clark. Because later when he's an adult and he's hanging out with Lois, that's what she wanted to do too. I know, everybody just won't get off his case. It's the females. (laughs) He just has a problem with women doing this. He does. You never saw Jimmy. Jimmy never tried to do it. Jimmy Olsen was doing all kinds of crazy stuff though. Yeah, he was, like, using tears to... <laughs> Use that laser to put his face on the moon to impress that everything. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen was just batshit insane stuff. Too busy doing that. So, um, Superboy thinks maybe she'll realize that, um, you know, just leave me alone. Finally, maybe she'll realize that Clark... You know, if he is Superboy, it's very important that Superboy has his his uh, identity secret, and we find out that that is exactly what uh, Lana is gonna gonna realize. That evening, when she returns home, she sees her dad. He's returned back from a African trip. He's stolen all of these priceless artifacts yes. from the people of Africa. He's, he's raped the land, and it really is kind of. I mean, that's what he's done. He's got this like tribal mask, and Lana calls it a hat. <laughs> She doesn't know what's going on. He goes, yeah, I've also had these beautiful pearls for you to wear. He's not a – she calls him a professor, but he doesn't he's seem like stuff a... back for – he's given his daughter all this stuff. It's not – Yeah, I mean, so he went and he brought all these relics back, and he's going to give her some sort of jewelry. Yeah, some, I mean, he's not like, – yeah, some kind of ethical violation if you're a researcher. I, I, I very much am suspicious of Professor Lang. Well, I mean, this is also the early 60s. I'm sure his, like, native tour guides were probably, like – crushed underneath rocks and That's in a cave. Yeah, they, yeah he, he made sure that no one would uh, bother him. No one survived. But uh, he did bring back one thing. It's this very beautiful belt. Lana says it's a knockout. She's never seen it was a like that before. It, it is a very nice belt. This red and gold shiny belt. He goes, yes, that belt is the most amazing discovery I've made in my entire career as an explorer. And it's just like nonchalantly sitting out on their dining room table. Yeah. He goes, you need a 21-inch 21, 21 waist to wear it. He goes, I doubt it would never fit any um, full-grown human on our Earth. It must be worn by a race of very small, slender people who lived in outer space. He's such like a conspiracy nut kind of. Oh, like... God, I know. He loves Coast to Coast with George Norrin. <laughs> He's kind or... of a... Like, <laughs> he used to call into Art Bell's old show all the time. <laughs> and I love how right after he says that, she goes, yeah, it fits me. I can just draw my stomach in a little. <laughs> He's kind of got this look on his face like, oh, shit. <laughs> there goes this whole but that's a theory. Pl- False flag, her sucking in her yeah, gut. Right. Where the belt is a false flag. It also kind of tells all the young girls reading this in the sixties, like, look, if you want to be cool, and if you want Clark yeah. Kent to like you, you better suck in your stomach and put this alien yeah. belt 20, on. Twenty-one, in, twenty-one inch waist. That is, that's a pretty tiny waist. I do like that. That was 
and we do have a flashback of him going, this is jumping ahead, yes. a flashback of him in Africa. But his first guess for everything is like, oh, it's aliens. Yeah, I know. Aliens. Well, I mean, it could very well be because once uh, uh, Lana puts on the belt, she starts flying around. And everyone's real cool about it. I know, her mom's just like, oh, wow, you're flying around, that's... And then uh, uh, her dad's like, well, you just confirmed my theory. I don't know how that confirmed it. Theory though, it's, it's aliens. That's what that's his theory. <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, I have these superpowers." He goes, "You do have superpowers." Let me explain. Uh, on this trip deep inside the Congo, we came across a lost city, almost overgrown by the jungle. They flash back. Never, none of us had ever seen such weird, mysterious architecture before. And it's just like we're looking at the architecture. It's just like normal looking. Yeah, I know. It wasn't I don't really know. that. And then someone says, "Uh, someone in the in the expedition says, like." can understand who built these temples and statues he <laughs> professor yeah. lang said i'll offer a theory a race of superior people from another planet landed here centuries ago this was their temporary abode while they explored the jungle he's nuts i, I still the think an- he's nuts after all this an- ancient ancient aliens yeah he said everybody scorned my idea till we found that belt you're wearing and a few other items and he's holding so all up- it took was a hat and a belt for people to go, yeah, it must have been aliens. Yeah, because he's holding up, he goes, oh, oh, look at this. And it looks just like a normal helmet. He goes, yes. it looks like a space helmet. <laughs> it looks like a normal helmet to me. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, he wants to be on the History Channel. Uh, he says, my guess is that the belt was made by an alien race who are thousands of years ahead of us in scientific knowledge. Um, so Lana doesn't care about that. She's like, I have superpowers. I'm flying around. I can lift a piano. It's How did be... she know that she could do that? I think she just, okay. you know, why not try? She lifts it with her pinky as well, so just she's like, I'm just going to try to lift this with my... I can just feel it. Yeah, maybe when you put okay. the belt on, you can really feel it. And... Now, the, the piano is made out of wood. That's true, yeah. We nobody, find owns, out... nobody owns a metal piano. That's, that's true. Yeah, we find out the belt has some interesting properties, but for now, it's anti-gravitational... You can lift heavy things. You can fly around. Just that, just that moment we hear from outside the window. It's a very large window, by the way. It's a yeah, huge. Yeah, it is a big window. It's help, help, police! Someone's calling for the police. I guess the Langs. They were calling for the rock band, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the Sting. <laughs> Andy uh, Summers. We uh, she because someone's in trouble. I got to go save him. Her dad tries to stop her. But he can't. She's already on her way. She flies up. She goes, "Drop that gun, you thief!" This guy's. I guess they live in a sketchy neighborhood. This guy has a gun. He's holding up these people at gunpoint. They don't seem that upset though. No, it's just a normal thing in Smallville. All this gun violence. He goes, "This flying." It's so normally much from me. super. It's normally from Superboy. That's true. The gun violence. <laughs> this. They uh, have open carry in Smallville. So. Because of Superboy. Yeah. Uh, he goes. Uh, this flying stuff must be contagious. We'll see if this dame really is like Superboy. He shoots her three times. The bullets bounce right off her. And she, she thinks to herself, oh, that's nice to know. I'm invulnerable to that. That's quite a risk. That was. Just well, she's right definitely. Fly right into those bullets. Um, so she grabs the guy. She puts him on top of this this tower. She calls the an- anonymous tip into the police. Um, shortly late, uh, after at the Lang house, uh, L- Lana's mom is like, you got to give that belt back to your father. You can't be flying around on dangerous missions. And she goes, look, I, I, I was shot. I told you I'm invulnerable. Nothing can happen to me. Uh, let me keep these superpowers. And the dad is, of course, he's like fine with it. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, crazy night. He's like, yeah, it's, uh, I don't think but, there's anything. You know, about. typically, she, stereotypically, the dads are more fun than moms. Yeah. He's like, just let her have fun. Here, here's some beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he said, Hey, she's practicing good judgment, which I would yeah. say flying, if you don't know that you could be harmed by bullets, flying into a um, a rain of bullets is not good judgment, but he, he thinks it is. and He thinks it's fine, yeah. And he's like, Lana, she knows that if the world knew her secret, criminals could force her to stop using her powers. Um, he's like, yeah, we gotta, we'll help you out. I Let me go. You're going to need a costume. The mom's going to sew you up a costume. I'm going to go down to my workshop and build you a lead mask. I, I, he has like mask, lead mask making tools down in his basement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We he does know. it on the side. He does it we on the side. He's, he's doing. Well, that most of it, you know, you know, he's such an alien conspiracy nut. Yeah, he probably makes like lots of like fake artifacts. <laughs> he makes those lead masks so the aliens can't read his thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Each one. No wonder why he already had one for Lana. He has That's one. That's true. Yeah, because just family. later that night, she's got her costume all sewed up, got the lead mask. She's it like, took him like twenty minutes. To yeah, do it was, all this. yeah. The mom already 
the mom's making these costumes too, if you know what I mean. She's she's pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, well, she on the side she makes strippers costumes. <laughs> and she's like, well, what? What am I going to call myself? The dad says, you know, you have these anti gravitational powers. How about Gravity Girl? She goes, that's great. It's perfect. It's you awesome, know, originally right? the Alfonso Cuarón movie was going to be called Gravity Girl, <laughs> but it was made at Warner Brothers, and someone at Warner Review said, "Oh, we're thinking about making the Lana Lang movie." Yeah, like that's, a Lana that's Lang the next movie. in the uh, DC DC universe. shared universe. Yeah. The next day, we see Superboy and Crypto, his super pet dog, entertain a crowd at an outdoor. So how much do you think he charged? We know that George W. Bush charges a hundred thousand dollars to uh, uh, wounded war veterans to make public appearances. How much do you think Superboy and Crypto charge? I, you know what? I think it's. I think he doesn't charge anything because he just wants. He they didn't even ask him to come. They don't want him to come. Sure this is the regular dog show because we see other dogs like this. It, this other guy's trained these dogs to jump through these hoops, these paper hoops, and this guy thought these people are gonna love it. It's. I've been training these dogs for years, and Superboy just shows up, brings a brick wall, and goes, "Okay, those other dogs are leaping through paper hoops." Now show them how a super dog leaps through a solid brick hoop, a foot thick, of course. Crypto can do it, and the the dog trainer is humiliated. Right, yeah, but... kills him <laughs> and his dogs. <laughs> they find him the next day. Uh, moments later, uh, at a drawbridge, it's going up, it's malfunctioned, this car is about to drive off, Superboy flies off, and uh, just as he's about to save the car, we see Gravity Girl fly up, she goes, look, relax, I've got it. Superboy's, of course, he's great Scott, a girl in a flying costume, He's he's shocked. What's, what's, yeah, what's it, this it's just madness? Yeah. She goes, call me Gravity Girl. I have superpowers, as you do, and I will use them for the good of mankind. Unlike you. <laughs> I know. He's like, I got I to gotta put a stop to this. All right. As she flies off, she goes, um, oh, before she flies off, he goes, you want to protect your secret identity? Uh, I'll respect your right to secrecy, which is a, it's a lie. He The whole rest of this issue is about him trying to it's figure him out. him trying to, like, yeah. <laughs> He well, got... he's a known liar. He had his fingers crossed. It's true. Uh, you crypt... can when she's flying away, you can see he's using his telescopic vision to look up her skirt. Yeah, he is, and Crypto's getting in on it too. Crypto goes. He's saying woof, 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 yeah. and then he goes, "Yes, I know, Crypto. You'd like to know who Gravity Girl is too, but I can tell you, I can't see through her lead helmet." <laughs> uh, the next day, Gravity Girl's helping Superboy out, like pulling a trolley around. Um, Nah, I think she's just doing that for fun. I know, though. it seems like the people on, on board are all terrified, <laughs> going way too fast. And I kind of like this scene. We see each family unaware that the other harbors a youngster with superpowers. Two neighbors strive to keep their powers secret. We see uh, Lana kind of, her mom telling her... Again, what is she carrying, though? A bunch of wooden logs. Now that's true. I mean, exactly. she can lift wood, but if it hits her, it hurts. It hurts? Yeah. Okay. We, the mom says you can carry that wood in. Uh, no one, no one can see. The coast is clear, and then uh, we see uh, Clark Kent's mom. She goes, "Okay, no one, can, no one's around. You can bring in that easy chair. I brought your father. I bought your father as a, as a surprise. So I guess they had this like big sofa sitting out in their lawn for a while. <laughs> and he never saw it. The dad never saw it. Paul Kent never goes outside. <laughs> uh, yes, there are two super youngsters. Sometimes uh, with but one single thought." And we see Clark sitting there. I wonder who Gravity Girl could be. And Lana's curling her hair thinking, too bad I'm missing one superpower. The power to guess the identity of Superboy. But the school's all guessing. That's they... all that, these two are obsessed. That's I know. all that drives I know. Uh, you know, people are saying, it's got to be this Joan. She's a great athlete. Um, you know, the school's a buzz. Who's Gravity Girl? Superboy's thing. And the school is normally buzzed, but it's usually That's due to herb. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of school. It was the 60s. Yeah. Superboy's thinking to himself. That Jazz, cigarettes, yep. as they like to call them there. <laughs> Lana's always been so suspicious of me. Here's my chance to even the score. So, school's out, Lana's walking home, and she notices Superboy's been following her. She goes, hey, we please like stop following me? Yeah, what a creep. <laughs> You've been trailing me ever since I left school. He goes, I, you know, I don't deny it. I'm not going to deny it. I think you're Gravity Girl, and I'm going to hang out till I can prove it. She, of course, is kind of shocked. Superboy's just whistling to himself, just having a grand old time. Lana, though, thinks, I, I got to get, I got to shake this, this creep. Just then we see uh, a giant hot air balloon in the middle of town square. They're given free you can you can uh inspect the air balloon for free today the it's the smallville county state fair <laughs> it's a county state fair that's yeah yeah 
Yeah, Smallville County is a state. It turns okay. out. Okay. Um, so Lana's like, uh, you know, I'm going to go inspect this balloon. People are coming up. Uh, Lana pretends to drop her books as they are about to enter the hot air balloon. But so this is just to inspect it. You don't get a ride. You just get to no, stand no, you in just it. Get to, yeah, stand in it. Well, I mean, who wouldn't want to stand in a hot air balloon? That's for... true. So she goes, why don't you get in there, Clark? I just dropped my balloons. And uh, just then... <laughs> Clark gets in. She snaps the the rope. Clark starts. She doesn't flying. know he's Superboy, by the way. So I know this could have been something very rope. dangerous. Yeah. He could have really died. Uh, the balloon broke away, and Super, uh, Clark is thinking to himself, "I can't just switch to Superboy in plain view. Um, everyone will know. I got to pretend to be frightened, old Clark Kent." Uh, as he floats away, Lana says, "I'll go get Gravity Girl to rescue you." What? I mean, people, we we know, right? That's kind of obvious. Yeah. So she goes and grabs. Uh, switches into her lead masks. Where did she carry that lead mask around at? You, you don't want to know. Oh my god. Know. And she saves Clark. He's, he's of course, embarrassed. And uh, the following day... No wonder why they, the, no they call her the cavern. <laughs> the following day is a super bear response to a request by a lumber mill to break up a log jam. And I love this scene. So the lumber mill's like, hey, there's a log jam. Will you guys come help us out? And, uh, of course, Lana's, like, just picking up the logs and flying around. Superboy's just smashing them to bits, just destroying the logs. And as he hits, you know, destroying them, a shard flies off and hits Lana in the arm. And she goes, ow, that hurts. And Superboy thinks to himself, apparently she's immune to bullets and other metal, but not to wood. Hmm. If you know know what I mean. Oh, God. The next day at the Smallville State County Fair, County State Fair, uh, there's a a fire breaks out. It's a very dangerous town. A fire breaks out on one of the roller coasters. Um, Clark they and need Lana. one of those signs that say, you know, X amount of days since the accident. Yeah, it always says zero. It's just painted, yeah. painted permanent <laughs> zero. Uh, the fire breaks on the roller coaster. The people are careening to their deaths. Of course, Clark and Lana are there. They duck away. Lana grabs this giant thing of water, starts to douse the flames. Superboy, or, or sorry, Gravity Girl grabs the water and starts to douse, douse the flames. Superboy saves the people on the um, on the, the train, on the roller coaster. But Lana's just, she's like, this fire's really hot. It's burning me. Superboy puts it out with his icy breath. He's thinking to himself, okay, fire hurts her, wood hurts her. The next day, uh, Mystery of Gravity Girl's limited powers deepens. They're trying to stop an avalanche. Um, Lana is getting hit by the rock. She's getting hurt. Uh, Superboy's thinking, okay, look, I know what this is. She's, she's hurt by fire, rock. She's only immune to metal. And uh, he's singing to himself. Heavy metal. <laughs> That's right. She can't. She Black can, Sabbath. She can listen to Black Sabbath. Turned up really loud, but um, he goes. I can only save her injury through the uh, improper use of her powers by watching her both as Gravity Girl. So he's justifying to himself how to break his yeah. promise not to. And he goes, "Wait, well, he does that Girl. a lot." He's saying, "I got to trick her into revealing her identity." He goes, "You know, you got to cut down on your activities. Your powers aren't as strong as mine." And where she's... where are they in Smallville? <laughs> And a wrecking ball that's just destroyed and it's just sitting there. Right, they fly next it's to It's like this, an empty lot. It's a discarded, rusting, wreck, a rusting wrecking crane. It's just all kind of just, yeah. I'm not sure where... <laughs> uh, Superboy grabs a wrecking ball. He, he says, look, I'll write my name down on it. My real name. He writes Clark Kent on it. She doesn't see. And she goes, uh, can you... Uh, he goes, do you think you'll be able to read it? She goes, of course, you know, don't erase it before you give it to me. He goes, oh, I won't erase it. But he smashes it down really small using super pressure to reduce it to the size of a pea. He goes, now you need mic- microscopic vision. You don't have microscopic vision. You can't read my name. She goes, oh, you think you're really smart? I'll just take it back home and read it with a microscope. Of course, that's all part of Superboy's plan because as she takes it back home, uh, with her super strength, it feels light as a pebble. He's smiling to himself. He goes, she fell for my trick. Back in Lana Lang's house, she puts it down on the table, but she didn't realize it's so pressurized. It's so small now. It just smashes through the table and down into the earth, <laughs> the center of the earth. And Superboy was nearby listening for loud sounds. He flies in. He sees Lana Lang without the mask on. He knows that she's Gravity Girl. He said his super hearing picked up on the shattering sound. And yeah, do you know, did you notice something? Back. What's that? Notice something though. This is, I think, kind of, kind of fun. Okay, uh, the balloon, the hot air balloon that he got in. Yeah. There was a sign in front of that said Jules Verne, Jules Verne's balloon. Yeah. And this is going to the center of the Earth. Just oh, like, okay. There Jules. you go. Yeah. yeah you got eighty thousand leagues under the sea. Just <laughs> journey to the center of the Earth. You yeah. know, around the world, yeah, in eighty that's days. Cool. Kind yeah, of a little. I, I think that was on purpose, probably. 
Well, because they also bold where it says center of the earth. Oh, okay. My, he tells her superhero. Um, let's see. Uh, just then, Mister or Professor Lang came in. He says he heard a terrible noise. Superboy explains all that happened, all the limitations. <laughs> Doesn't it look like they're doing something that they didn't want him to discover? Yeah, exactly. Though? He comes in. He goes, "What's going on? I heard that terrible noise." Superboy's is kind of like covering up. He's on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> the table's shattered, and he's like, "There's a big <laughs> hole in the ground." Uh, but Dr. Lang, of course, he, he loves to believe fantastic stories, so he, he believes yeah. all the Superboy told him. He goes, yeah, this this uh, this belt, this alien belt, it's it's not safe. It can repel bullets, but not wood or stone or fire. I think you'd better destroy it if Superboy melts it down. And that's the end of Gravity Girl. I like how this is the most important discovery ever, this belt, and he's just like, destroy it. Yeah, Get rid like, of whatever. it. Yeah. He was some, high. Some scientist he is, yeah. He, he was high. And that is the story of Gravity Girl. Uh, before we go on to the Bizarro world story. Yeah, yeah there, was a, there was a male, male there's sack. A, yeah, there's a little male, Smallville male sack. What was the super Superboy's male sack? <laughs> um, someone says, and I, I love these letters to the editor because the answers are all really snarky. Like, they hate yeah. their fans and everything. Um. Let's see. Dear editor, if everything is opposite on the bizarro world, how come the grown-ups take care of their children? Shouldn't the children be taking care of their parents? By Ray McConnell, Jacksonville, Florida. And you know when Ray was writing this, he's like, I'm going to get him. I got him. Got him. The guy got him. But they said, yes, everything is in reverse on bizarro world to a degree. Otherwise, if we followed this reverse premise to its ultimate, the bizarros would speak backwards, walk backwards, etc., we hope you'll forgive the dramatic license we take in order to bring you entertaining stories. I would argue that this story... Yeah, is I'd argue that it's entertaining. <laughs> it would be entertaining. I, I want to see that. Um, let's see. Uh, and, I, and I love this one, this other letter. Now that Bizarro has become a regular feature, will we ever see a Bizarro robot, a Bizarro mix... How do you say it? Mixtoplick? Yeah, we know who that is. And, uh, a, and bizarre, a Bizarro Bizarro. Bizarre, Isn't a Bizarro Bizarro just regular Superman? I don't know. That... Isn't that like a double negative? A double Bizarro? And I love this. The answer is yes, you sure will. You'll also see a Bizarro Lana Lang and a Bizarro Jimmy Olsen. Did we ever Isn't see... a Bizarro Jimmy Olsen just a regular Jimmy it's Olsen? just Jimmy Olsen, exactly. All right. Um... Why does he want to see a Bizarro robot? I don't know. I didn't quite get that. <laughs> Was there a Superman robot at one point? I, well, there was the composite Superman. That's a that's a Superman Batman hybrid. Oh, okay. Is that what that guy was referring? When I call it like a Bizarro composite Superman. Let's see. Are there any other? I don't know why I didn't ask for a Bizarro Federation of uh, Bizarro idiots. <laughs> I don't want any more. Don't want any more of those. Okay, on to Tales of the Bizarro World. Now a regular feature in these. Uh... This was bizarre. I got to. It say. was, and don't, and I'm going to say to our listeners, don't get used to this. Bizarro stories. We're going to be back in the 1940s next. Oh, but before long, we'll be in 1961. I know. We'll be getting we'll, we'll be getting all kinds of bizarro stuff. So this is just a little teaser. The shame of the Bizarro family. The shame of the Bizarro family. Um, some time ago, an amazing duplicator ray formed a grotesque imitation of Superman called Bizarro. Look at the name of the oceans, the Atlantic Ocean. I know, we, we'll get to that. One. And an imperfect double of Lois Lane. These creatures can move and talk and have memories of the real Superman and Lois to a limited degree. In addition, Bizarro has all of Superman's powers. He was feared on Earth as monster, so Bizarro and his wife, Bizarro <laughs> Lois, number one, fled to another planet with an imitator machine built by Bizarro. And they built the Bizarro world together. Uh, later, Bizarro children were born, now by popular demand. Do you think? I, I don't think that's true. That there was popular demand for that this? That people were really clamoring for more Bizarro stories? Well, you know what's funny is that the, uh, what was the guy that was the editor of the uh, Mort Weisinger. Yeah. The editor of the Superman uh, line of cartoons. He actually would, um, like, talk to the kids on his block and ask them what they want. And they were all going, more bizarro, more bizarro. And they're like, oh, my God, we need more bizarro just, stories. Just, like, change everything in the DC universe to bizarro. We want more of yeah. this. And I can't blame them because we see on the splash page Bizarro Jr. number one and this uh, bizarro guy in a uh, – in a like a scholar hat, yeah. uh, holding up a, a square earth yeah and uh, as you said yes earth atlantic ocean pacific 
What else does it say on there? It says like Undian Ocean, maybe. <laughs> and he goes, repeat after me, bizarre. It should have said a Native American Ocean. <laughs> I would have liked to see <laughs> that would have been good. Now, now what I'm confused though, <laughs> I don't know if I'm confused or if I'm creeped out or what. So every Bizarro yep. on this planet, if they're male, they're a clone of Bizarro Superman. <laughs> yes. If they're female, they're a they're a clone of Bizarro Lois. Yes. And that's all of them, even the kids. I don't know. There's something like weird, like incestual about all that. That kind of like I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it creeps me out or if I think it's weird or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's something of... just just very disconcerting about the whole Bizarro thing. <laughs> Like, they're all the same guy just running around and the same woman running around. It is, it is really weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarro. Yeah. We see there exists a Marvel in Space of the Cosmos. I also hate the fact that, that the main bizarros wear the big medals that say bizarro, bizarro number one. one. Yeah, they got to distinguish them somehow. Far but out... what, it just makes them seem like they're like the king and queen. I feel like they are. They're the originals. That's true. Uh, if there were a ruler of Bizarro World, it would be Bizarro number one and Bizarro Lois number one. I, I kind of love and hate the Bizarro world. I, I, can't, I, I like can't in the Federation him. of Bizarro Idiots one when he dresses like Bizarro Clark Kent. I do like that. <laughs> we see far out in And space. Bizarro Batman has like old uh, like cigarette butts in his utility no, belt. Right. I remember. Uh, far out in um, We see far out in space there exists an amazing Marvel of the Cosmos. A square world. It's a Bizarro world. All the buildings are wacky. They call it a wacky version of Earth civilization. It looks like uh, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, so. It uh, follows a crazy calendar where on January 1st they give out Valentine's and February 14th it's New Year's Day. That's not, like, opposite. Everything's yeah, opposite. Like, on December bizarre. 31st should be, like, New Year's Day then, right? Yeah, it's so confusing. They say, uh, you know, they use alarm clocks to tell when to go to bed, and we see bizarre, one of the bizarros, the alarm clock's going off, and the Lois Lane goes, ha-ha, stupid people of Earth use it to wake up. We but see wouldn't it... stupid people of Earth be smart people of Earth? Yeah, she should. It's so con... Yeah, see, this is why the bizarro thing doesn't work. The bizarro code is, us do opposite of all earthly things. Us hate beauty, love ugliness. It's a big crime to have anything perfect. We see the number one Bizarro family, the original. We see Bizarro Jr. He's eating a banana peel, throwing it on the ground. Bizarro Lois Lane is cleaning the house with her garbage dispenser, her rubbish dispenser. Um, she's just dumping garbage on the ground. Uh, Bizarro Jr. number one asks her where his dad is. She goes, he's getting presents for your birthday. He doesn't He doesn't know. <laughs> That's true. He's, he's like, we don't father. know. He's out digging in the ground. He finds a bunch of garbage. He gives it to his, his son. He's so happy. His son, his birthday, he gets all this garbage. Wouldn't Bizarro pirates though not bury treasure though? Wouldn't they like just put it above ground? Yeah, see, this is the Bizarro thing doesn't work. The Bizarros creep me out in a lot of ways. Uh, as, as the party I don't understand gets... the lines on their face. <laughs> yeah, I know. They... <laughs> as the party gets started, Bizarro Junior, we see him giving out presents to kids. That's what they do in the Bizarro world. They give out presents on their. That birthday. seems like something very nice. Though, it is. You know? Yeah. Well, they don't care. They, see, they don't care about nice or not nice. They just care about doing the opposite. That's what they have to do. Yeah. And uh, instead of lighting the candles on his birthday cake, he makes the candles explode, which I thought was kind of funny. And everybody's happy. Bizarro Superman. Can they all something. be miserable then? Yeah, they sing "Unhappy Birthday <laughs> to You," <laughs> "Unhappy Birthday to You." Okay. And uh, everybody's having a great time. The next day. <laughs> because the Bizarro kids have, like, spiky hair instead of, like, perfectly combed hair. Like, hair the, yeah. It's not just spiky. It makes them it's look like, like... It will makes them look like they're, like, 90s grunge kids. It does, yeah. The 90s grunge movement was based on the Bizarro universe, <laughs> actually. As, they should have had Bizarro Jr. wearing a flannel. <laughs> the next day is Bizarro uh, Jr. number one flights to school. He's getting made fun of the kids. He goes, he's so stupid, he always gives the teacher the right answer. And and she gets pissed when she, yeah, when he she gives the right so answer. Lucky. He doesn't understand the only way you can pass is if you get failing grades. Is What an idiot. So he flies in. So they're all brothers and sisters, though. That's they're, the all, thing. That's what they're all clones. They're all related. I don't like know the if they're related or they're just clones. Well, they're, they're all clones. They're all, they're all identical. They're all duplicated from Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I. It's best not to think too much of it because the implication. So did they, so did Bizarro Lois number one give birth to Bizarro? I don't think she number did. One? I. Well, it did say. I think uh, in this flash page it said children were born. So yes, I would have to say yes. 
and then from there they just clone them. I'm not sure. They're like the first group. I mean, the yeah, I don't know. It's best. It's again best not to think. Don't think about it. You don't want to go down that. <laughs> it's not. I do like how all the school kids just like punch each other. Yeah, they're all punching each other. The school's really run down, and um, it's like an inner city school. <laughs> he gives uh, the Bizarro Junior says, "Hey, I got a present for you. It's a, is it an apple for the teacher? No, it's a snake." But she's really happy. She loves it. Yeah. And uh, they're they're learning a lesson. They said, "Who are the, who are the famous people on this carved, or who who are the famous people?" Whose faces are carved out of stone on Mount Rushmore? Do they even Rushmore. have to know this? They, though. I know, but she holds why up... do the Bizarro people have to know this? She holds it up, and I love this answer. And this kid <laughs> goes: Jesse James, John Dillinger, Machine Gun Kelly, and Al Capone. And she's like, "That's wrong. Good job. You get a D. You wear the dunce hat. Remember, it's opposite." Right. And I, then... I get that. Well, I mean, are those guys the opposite of? Wouldn't it be like yes, King they... George? No, it's and Jesse James like... is the opposite of George Washington, and Al Capone. Machine Gun Kelly is the opposite of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. That well, I mean, we all know that. Yeah. And so uh, she asked Bizarro Jr., would you please write some animals down on the blackboard, write their names down? And he goes, yes, teacher. That's how I imagine him talking. And he <laughs> writes down cat, dog, and horse. He goes, no, you idiot. These are the answers. Flower, tree, and plant. She so makes him go stand like, in the corner. Is there like a set? Yeah, I was like, gonna say. like a set of wrong answers because he does he has to take this test and he can't remember the wrong answers. Yeah, I think uh, I feel like there is the correct wrong answer. It's very confusing. But she goes, "You get an A. You go stand in the corner." So, isn't that mean they're correct though? I mean, if there's like a group of correct again, wrong answers. again, you're thinking about it. Just do what the editor says. Just go go along. <laughs> Just go along with it. So he gets <laughs> so dumb. His parents are really upset because he got A's on his report card. But if oh, it's the opposite, they should have... What? <laughs> and they're like, we're going to get you a tutor. you got to get the wrong answer. So the tutor comes in, and he's wearing the like the scholar graduation cap, which I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned earlier this story is written by one of the creators of Superman, right? Yeah. Um, so this is this is as canon as you can get. Right. This This is the plot to Batman versus Superman. Superman, yeah. Batman's Bizarro Junior Number One's tutor, <laughs> and so he's like the tutor's like I gotta you, we we're gonna get you down to failing grades. This is the this is bad, or good. I don't know. <laughs> they got a tutor to teach him how yeah. to get the wrong answers to be a failing student. Meanwhile, in the past, and this is when you were talking, this is filler here. I feel like they're like we gotta yeah, put Superboy. Next two, in here. The next two pages are just like oh my god, this is, we're we're like two pages short. Let's just put in put in a Superboy thing. So Superboy's flying around with Crypto. They accidentally go back in time. And uh, they... they So they're... Or forward in time, I'm sorry. To the year 1961, Earth time. They see the square world. And this has nothing to do with the Super family or anything. <laughs> it's just a total diversion. And so they fly up because this is really weird. Uh, there's Bizarro. Okay, so... Okay, okay, so the... Superboy, he's... Okay, he's... Present is 1961, Okay. Yes. He's flying through a time barrier, and he's getting to 1961. So he's sometime in the past, okay? Right. And I would say he's sometime in the 40s then. I'm not saying 1941, but, you know, it like 1945 be, It would be about the 40s, yeah. It would be about yeah. the 40s, yeah. So that story that we just read took I, place in the 40s. I, I think you would have... Yes. All I, right. I don't think it's... I mean, there were hot air balloons in the 40s, more or less. Yeah, Imag- there were. And magical yeah. belts. Right, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and and school dances and the, and morning right. morning dances. This is a big right. thing in the forties. Red ink. So Superboy, he he does not follow the prime directive because his first instinct is to just go and interact with all the people. He sees the Bizarros. Yeah. He remembers that a long time ago there was a duplicator ray shown on, or that was uh, yeah, he gives shown us a on flashback. him, and kind of he fought Bizarro, <laughs> Superboy. He smashed them all up, um, but he goes, somehow imperfect doubles of myself as the adult Superman have been created in the future. They inhabit this I can't wait till we world. read this story. This story of the scientists that create the bizarre Superman. I know. We're going to get to that. <laughs> That's the thing. This is like a weird future flashback for Steve and Andy. Yeah. And uh, he's looking in the office buildings. They're firing the good workers, hiring the bad ones. Just then, he gets captured with his dog, and they... I love this. They they snatch crypto away. They make a bizarro crypto, and they lower crypto down into the earth <laughs> with some kryptonite. 
Which not are, enough to kill them. Not just, enough to kill them, just to weaken them. They just want them down there. And uh, so keep in mind... And they force the other Superboy to play baseball. Yeah, they go, look, you know, we read that the history books, you defeated the original Bizarro in Smallville, but we're nice. We're gonna, you're going to play Bizarro ball. If you win, we'll let you go. We'll return crypto. Superboy, of course, agrees. He goes, I'll beat these dimwits. So arrogant. Because yeah. he doesn't know the rules. If you hit a home run, you're out. And we actually see this panel is from basically the, the exact cover. This is the first time that's happened for us. Yeah, I've never seen that before. This might be a first. It's, that's why it's so bizarre. Oh, my God, yeah. Now, do you think they told Superboy to hold the bat upside down, or do you think he just did that I, on his I own? I think that's just his, his form. His style. So he realized, uh, you know, the pitcher throws a strike, and they're all saying, kill the pitcher. And I thought that's what was going to happen. They were going to rip this pitcher in half. <laughs> but, no, Superboy, uh, he realizes he, he uses his X-ray vision to see down to the earth. He hits a ball into the earth, breaking the box that Crypto was in. So Crypto is free, and they just fly away. <laughs> Yeah, and then it just goes, okay, back to the other story. Yeah, and uh, he goes, I'm glad we got out of that one. And he goes, now let us return to the present. And <laughs> I love that just diversion. And so there's the little baseball story. We got it in there. I'm glad that at least they had it. Yeah. It was a nice little diversion. A little weird. It was weird. So we're back. Definitely Superboy, or uh, sorry, Bizarro Jr. is trying to learn the but wrong now when Superboy becomes a, now, wait, when, now when Superboy becomes Superman in the future... Won't he remember going to this planet? I think he does, yeah, but he just never mentions it. He remembers right. Bizarro Ball. He remembers. <laughs> How could you forget? So the tutor's teaching him, and, and Bizarro Jr.'s having a hard he time. He goes back, and he's like, I just can't watch baseball anymore. It's just not the same. Like, after... I want Bizarro Ball, the all-star Bizarro game. <laughs> and uh, so Superboy is, or sorry, Bizarro Jr., he's not getting the wrong answer. So the tutor just hypnotizes him. <laughs> teach him the wrong answers <laughs> and uh he takes him back to bizarro number one and bizarro lois number one he goes don't worry i guarantee he will flunk miserably <laughs> but i love this he's flying to school and he's scared by these these it's just like these guys in business suits but they're yeah, uh, they're, scared. they're handsome scarecrows that's what they even call them he was scared by the handsome scarecrow. but if they're reversed they don't want to scare the crows away i know later after the test i do like the farmer bizarro though <laughs> That's the it's best true. part, the farmer bizarro. Yeah, it's just like in regular bizarro clothes. It's bizarro with overalls on. And we're bib overalls. And he's got the straw hat. That's pretty good. So later that day after the test, Bizarro Jr. got it. He got all the right answers. He couldn't remember the wrong ones. Uh, the Junior's tutor, he's he's watching with supervision. He's he's upset. He goes, those handsome scarecrows scared him. Shocked him out of hypnotic trance. I love handsome scarecrows. That's great. Um, later at uh, the Bizarro number one home, they're scolding him. They say, "If you don't pass that test, if you pa if you pass the test tomorrow, you will you will be expelled." And so he's upset. He goes to bed. He's reading this grim fairy tales, and he's. You know how they spell tales with a Z? T A A L Z. Yeah. Which makes me think that this was set in 1999. <laughs> It's it, it, you're right. It's just the grunge culture. It is the bizarro world. He's laughing. It's just got Frank, uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, the Witch Queen, Wolfman. They're all. He he thinks they're funny. So he goes yeah. to sleep. He dreams about fighting these uh, these creatures. The next morning, he flies towards school. He's like, I got to take that art test. I really hope I fail. But when he arrives, everybody's happy. They're going. Why is everyone so happy? So does that mean if he sees like a Gogan, he's got to say it's like a like a Van Gogh or something? <laughs> I think that's right. That was the wrong answer. You're right. But then they see on this mountain. Does he have to say like Picasso is like a pre-Raphaelite or something like that? We see on this mountain like uh, Mount Rushmore, but with the Wolfman and the Witch Queen and Dracula. And Frank. It's, it's so stupid. He's like, did I? He's like, I did that. They're like, yeah, look, your name is 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 uh, carved on here. And he turns out when he was dreaming of fighting all these monsters, he actually carved this and they called it like a scary Mount Rushmore. Is that what they called it? Yeah. It's and they're like it's so ugly. You you did a great job. You flunked your art test. It's not ugly though. I mean, it's it looks really, really good. quite. Yeah. He did it a hell of a job. He this really was did. all with his fist. I mean, it's very detailed. This should be a. And he was asleep. This should be a. This should be a passing grade. 
I it's know. like Jackson Pollock with like the the drip paint. Yeah, this. I mean, yeah, and he and even more impressive, he did it in his sleep, and he did it with his fist. But his parents show up; they're really happy. Bizarro Junior failed, and and that's it. And I have to yeah. say, he should probably get that checked out. The sleepwalking is a very serious issue. Mm-hmm. And well, then, he's terrible, so it's okay. And uh, and it's Bizarro World, so it's not true. a serious it's issue. Not, everybody it's sleepwalks. Kind of... They sleep upside down or something, and that's it. Superboy or Adventure shouldn't Comics. They sleep during, shouldn't they sleep during the day and be awake at night? Yeah, you gotta write a you gotta write a letter to the editor. And shouldn't they like regurgitate their food instead of eating it? <laughs> we don't know that. That's not what they do. We haven't seen them eat. All right. But instead of they should poo out of their nose, <laughs> their yes. their eyes. Yep. That 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 is what they do. We see that later. Okay. All right. It, Adventure Comics number two eighty five. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Very bizarre. Next... There was a lot of adventure. They should have renamed it to Bizarro Comics. Oh God! Please no. I don't know if I can handle more bizarre stories. I'm glad next time we're going back to the forty stories. We'll we have another time. like fifteen years. Of I know. We, we've got a lot stories. of. We got a lot of good stuff All right, Andy. Yeah. Enjoy the All Star Game. Yeah, you do the same. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Brother Pelle's in the back, sweet singers in the front, cruising down the freeway in the hot hot sun. Suddenly we're blue lights, flash us from behind. Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Pelle pretty words of comfort, seen it just hides her eyes. Policeman caps the shades, inside a Chevy 69. How bizarre.